0: Okay, high time now for our tune of the week. On, let's go!
1: This is the Media Industry Guru Show, the show that exposes you to entertainment, music, film, TV, and tech. Online 247, 247. You're listening to the hottest internet station. Hello, hello, hello again. Guess who? That's right, it's Forbes, your host on the Media Industry Guru podcast. Have you heard the artist Sarah Barilla's most iconic song, love song? I'm not going to sing it for you guys since I haven't warmed up my vocal cords and I'm not a professional singer. But I'm here with an artist whose inspiration is Sarah Bareilles. She also looked up to Carly Pierce and Carole King and she's an independent singer-songwriter and we went to the same high school. What? Yep. Well back on track now. She has performed at one of the most well-known venues called the Canyon Club in the sunny Agora Hills area where even artists such as Pat Benatar, Smash Mouth, and even Linkin Park have performed there. Some of her songs have over 20,000 plus streams on Spotify and she's so proactive as an artist. She has an interdisciplinary educational background, it is incredible. Now, let's welcome Sammy Seitman, independent artist and singer, to the podcast. Hey, Sammy, great to have you on the podcast. Thanks for doing this and super excited to hear more about your independent artist career. Thank you so
2: much for having me here. I'm super <laughs> excited to be here.
1: Yeah. So tell us how did you get started in music? Did you play like any instruments growing up or take vocal lessons?
2: So I took piano lessons from middle school through the end of high school. And I started learning the ukulele on my own in college um, with a little <laughs> help from my dad because my dad has played guitar um, his whole life. And so he's really helped infuse the passion of music into me.
1: Wow. And did your parents play instruments?
2: Um Yes. So my dad played guitar a lot as I was growing up Mm. um, and we would like sing together. It was really fun. Um, (laughs) I've been singing pretty much my whole life. As long as I could speak, (laughs) um, I've been singing. And so I've taken vocal lessons here and there, but nothing that really stuck. uh, Which Mm -hmm. is a shame because I would would love to continue with my vocal lessons. All my vocal teachers have been great and amazing. It's just, uh, you know, life gets busy and it's hard to... Hard to continue doing that all the time, so mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, yeah, it's been it's been quite a journey. So I just I love music.
1: Yeah, and you mentioned that uh, you have many mentors that you've looked up to in this industry, including Sarah Bareilles. Um, she's one of your ultimate inspirations. So, what are some of your favorite songs from her, and why? And what genre do you appeal towards?
2: Yeah, great question. So Sarah Bareilles is my absolute favorite icon she's everything to me um <laughs> she is just she's an amazing songwriter um i really identify with her story as well she's from california and she went to a uc school i went to uc berkeley and she went to ucla um and we were both in an acapella group in college and i just really identify with her story and with her songs i would say some of my favorite songs it's hard to pick one <laughs> uh, but a couple of them are "Come Round Soon," "Little Black Dress." Um, what else? I like some of the lesser-known ones. Um, of course, "Love Song" is the song that everyone knows, very iconic. Um, yeah. but she's got some really incredible, incredible songs. So I'm, and I'm a huge fan of her, her uh, newer album. So yeah, it's just she's just amazing. Um, but I ha- take inspiration from a lot of different genres. Um, so to answer your second question, my my genre, I would say, is somewhere the in the intersection between pop, singer-songwriter, and country,
1: mm, with maybe okay. a little
2: jazz influence sometimes.
1: Yeah, I see the really great fusion in there. You have a nice balance between all of them. And so, like, how do you, um, like, develop those singer-songwriter skills and, like, How do you create a song? Tell us like what gets you like in the creative mind? Do you like uh, look up lyrics? Like, how does that start? Sure. So,
2: gosh, so for me, songwriting is really like a form of therapy for me Hmm. when I'm feeling really down or when I'm just feeling really strong emotions of any sort, really. I kind of just, I start, I I write some stuff down in my phone. I'll like immediately go to my notes app and start writing just, even if it's just an idea, I'll write an idea down. Mm -hmm. Um, If it's a whole like chorus or a whole verse, I'll write that down. Usually I start with lyrics. Sometimes I start with a combo of lyrics and like a melody in my head. Okay. Um, And when I come up with a melody, I have to record it right away. (laughs) I always have my like my my phone uh like recording notes app mm-hmm. thing. I forget what it's called. But um you know what I'm talking about like the little Yeah. the recording thing. So I always have that available because if I come up with a melody, sometimes I will like not remember it a day later or an hour later or 5 minutes later. So I have <laughs> to record it for sure. Um but yeah, I would say my songwriting process really differs each time, everything, it's just, it kind of depends on what is uh, inspiring me in that moment. For example, mm-hmm. the other day, so I was, I had COVID unfortunately a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And
1: well, I'm I'm still kinda, of...
2: thank you, it's okay. I'm, I'm, I was lucky, you know, like it wasn't so bad for me, Um, but I was really, I was isolated for like 14 days because i was still feeling sick and i um i was just really frustrated and i started writing a song about being sick of quarantine and sick of being alone (laughs) and all this stuff and i just i started it with just the lyric like i'm sick of being alone Mm. and i turned it into a whole song and that was really fun for me and really cathartic um (laughs) that so that was cool
1: Yeah, that's really cool. I I mean, I've talked with a few singer-songwriters thus far, and they've said that when they're in the creative mind, they can't stop, and they have to record it right away. It's funny. Mm -hmm. I'm like, maybe, like, you should take a week off and then come back to it. They're like, no, I've got to do it now.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm the same way. If if I take any break from it, like, I'll forget what I was doing, so I have (laughs) to, like, get it down right then and there.
1: Yeah, and one of your uh greatest like songs that I've listened to a couple of them have included Body Heat and Resentful. Can you explain the meanings behind those lyrics?
2: Yeah, thank you for listening to them and thank you for for liking them. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> um yeah, Body Heat. So Body Heat is a song about being in a long distance relationship and really missing the person that you are with, um, so I was in a long distance relationship for a while, and I'm actually still in a long distance relationship. Um, <laughs> it it goes back and forth between being distance and not, but at the moment it's distance again. <laughs> anyway, I wrote this song when it was uh, a different point in time when we were distance, and I was laying in my bed one night, and I was so cold, and I just was thinking, I'm like, I'm so cold, like I miss your body heat, and. I thought, huh, that's an interesting concept for a song. So that's yeah. how that one started.
1: Very cool. And it has yeah. like a really like jazzy, like R&B type vibe with a like great upbeat.
2: Thank you. Yeah, I, I really, like I said, I pull from a lot of genres and like mm-hmm. even like jazz and R&B are thrown in there a little bit too. So yeah. And Resentful is a song that I wrote more recently. Um, And Resentful is a song about loving somebody so much and wondering what if we end up compromising on too much? Hmm. Like, what if we end up, you know, we love each other so much that we're willing to compromise on things. And then what if we become resentful of the compromises we've made? Interesting. Okay. So that's kind of the concept of resentful.
1: Yeah, it's interesting how you tie in like your like personal kind of experience into like your singer songwriter experience. And then you relay this information to the audience, which is like super inspirational because they can relate. Thank you.
2: Yeah, you know, I've been in the habit lately of explaining my lyrics a little bit more and like the inspiration (laughs) behind my songs a bit more.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. Um, So now I'm kind of interested in hearing about your educational background and how it intersects your singer songwriter process. So you studied cognitive science in college. Mm -hmm. So do you think your background kind of, uh, goes with like music curation and content creation and explain to us about like cognitive science in that.
2: Hmm. Okay. So just to give kind of an over overview of cognitive science, excuse me, um, an overview of cognitive science, um, Cognitive science is a mix of a bunch of things, which is very fitting for me. Again, with my genres, with, you'll learn about me, my hobbies, my everything. Mm -hmm. I am very interdisciplinary in a lot of the things I do. And cognitive science is extremely interdisciplinary. Mm -hmm. So cognitive science is the mix of psychology, neuroscience, linguistics, anthropology. Wow. Science (laughs) and- A lot. Sociology, yes, yeah. So <laughs> I absolutely loved it because what they boil it down to is it's how the brain works and why it works the way it does. So it's really about understanding people. And I think, you know, it's funny, I have not ever really thought about a connection between that and my music until this moment. But I think that it does help me, like, understand people and relate to them more in my music.
1: Yeah, um, I definitely think it. they do connect because... You like you said you studied psychology and anthropology and sociology and those all connect to people and musicians mm-hmm. connect to people mm-hmm. like a musician has its fans and its audience and the audience wants to hear back from the artist in terms of what new music to create how to engage and so forth so yeah I I definitely see it connecting yeah you know I do I do too it's it's that's a great <laughs> question you know I I really
2: never thought about them connecting like this.
1: Now, what would you say is one of your most proudest accomplishments, either in music or it can even be professional or personal, um, but we would love to hear more if it's geared towards your music career?
2: I would say, honestly, one of my proudest accomplishments is creating a song entirely on my own. My newest song that I released, New Year's Eve, is a song that I created 100% by myself. Mm. all my other songs i've worked with at least one other person who's helped either produce or mm. uh engineer or something along those lines uh new year's eve is the song that i've done a hundred percent on my own wow and i'll be honest it, i'm not a i'm not the best producer in the world you know i'm i'm still learning a lot but i'm really proud of just doing it and just creating it and i wrote it within a week And created it, recorded it within a week, and then released it. And I was just really, really motivated to get it out by New Year's Eve. And so once I got the idea for it, I was like, okay, I need to finish this song. (laughs) I don't have time to get anyone else involved. I'm just going to do it. And so again, like I said, you know, I have a lot to learn in the realm of engineering and production, for Mm -hmm. sure. But I'm really proud of releasing it on my own.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. Um, Because a lot of artists tend to pigeonhole themselves they like to just record it and have an engineer do this or a marketing expert do that and Mm -hmm. a manager help all their finances but you've done everything from grassroots which a lot of artists are afraid to do but in this day and age you kind of need to get that 360 interdisciplinary experience which you're really great at with genres with your educational background and now you're learning more skill sets about the production side.
2: Thank you. Yeah, I like I said, I have a lot to learn for sure. But I am really proud of just doing it.
1: And now we will listen to Sammy Seitman's Body Heat and then return to the podcast.
0: I'm counting down the days until you'll be next to me. Wish that I could say Hey, the life is just breezy But distance ain't easy I know we'll be alright I wish that the time would go by A little bit faster now But I dread sundown
2: Yeah, I, like I said, I have a lot to learn for sure, but I am really proud of just doing it.
1: That's really incredible. And speaking of incredible, you also had a great experience at the Canyon Club. So some of the most well-known musicians like Linkin Park, Pat Benatar, Sidney Lauper, Smash Mouth have even performed there. So how does it feel to have performed on the same stage As them.
2: Yeah, it was incredible. That was a really, really cool experience. You know, to that, I will say, first of all, I'm so grateful to the Canyon Club for allowing me to perform there. I want to use this opportunity as a a kind of a motivation for other artists to Mm -hmm. go out and just have a vote of confidence in themselves. Because honestly, the only reason that that all happened was because I literally just emailed somebody from the Canyon Club And I said, hey, I would love to perform at your venue. (laughs) I live in Agora. I'm from Agora. And it's a place that I'm familiar with and I love and I appreciate. And I would love to perform there. And they got back to me and they said, you know what? That's great. We'll have you open for the Dan Band. So I opened for the Dan Band. And it was just such a great experience. So I want to really encourage that's the word i was looking for encouragement i mm-hmm. want to use this as encouragement for other artists to really just go out and just do what mm-hmm. you want to do and reach out to people and ask to do things because you mm-hmm. never know you know you might be surprised that people might say yes
1: yeah that's really important it is a risk to reach out to people but Absolutely. it doesn't hurt i mean there's no harm no foul somebody says no or doesn't respond, you can try to ask them again. But a no to me, I've always looked to a no as a maybe or a yes in the future. And you just got to think that way. And yeah, it's great that you reached out and got that awesome gig because so many well-known artists have performed there and I could see it's done so many great things to your career.
2: Thank you. It was really great experience (laughs) and I definitely, I want to perform there again and I want to perform more in general. Um, I did some performing in college. Uh, I was part of a songwriting club. I was part of the acapella group, but mm-hmm. I haven't performed in a while, and I would really love to. You know, of course, with COVID, it's been tough, but mm-hmm. I would really love to perform again soon. So I perform on TikTok all the time, but <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite this. Yeah.
1: Do you have any favorite <laughs> venues in mind that you would like to perform at in LA or anywhere across the country? Or
2: ooh, you know where I would really love to perform is Nashville. Okay. I would love to perform in Nashville. I, I don't know about a specific venue, but I just think Nashville is such an amazing place for songwriters to be.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like at the core of everything, I really do consider myself a singer-songwriter. Even more than an artist or more than a, you know, more than a recording artist, more than anything else. I consider myself a singer-songwriter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And
2: Nashville really is a place for songwriters. So yeah. I would love to perform there.
1: And any other upcoming goals that you have in terms of your music career? What should we be on the lookout for, Sammy? Like, do you have another EP coming up? Um, Yes, I have some music coming out soon. So
2: I'm working currently, like I said, uh, I'm working on the quarantine song. <laughs> I might actually release that, we'll see. Um, I'm working on a song called 25 about being 25 and kind of what, Expectations, you know, people think, surround being 25. Um, I'm turning 25 in April, and so Mm. I thought it would be interesting to write a song about being 25. And I also have a huge backlog of songs that I have written for the last couple years. And I'm really excited about them. And I just have gotten caught up in, like, doing the next thing that I write (laughs) and the next thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm forgetting to go back to the songs that I had written, but not recorded and Mm. actually record those. So I definitely am going to record some of those. I have a song called sensitive. Mm. I have a song called if only really hoping to do that. I think I'm going to be releasing a lot of singles in the coming months and then potentially another EP.
1: Wow. You've got a lot going on. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll definitely be aware on that on Spotify. And what is your TikTok account?
2: My TikTok account is It's S-A-M-I-S-I-T-E-M-A-N, music.
1: Yeah, TikTok's such a growing platform for independent artists. So we'll definitely check you out there. And then any last words or pieces of advice you'd like to share for uh, rising artists or anybody aspiring a career in music?
2: You know, I really just want to encourage people to go for it. I was on TikTok earlier, actually, and I was singing some songs that people were requesting, and there were a couple people commenting saying like, I love to sing too. And I was like, do you sing on TikTok? Have you put anything out there? I would love to support you. And they were like, no, I'm too scared. And I just want to encourage everyone who feels like they're too scared to do it, mm-hmm. to just do it. You know, yeah. do the thing that you love. And if you love doing it on your own, that's great too. But if you want to share it with people, you should. Even if mm-hmm. you're scared, just absolutely go for it and do yeah. it. And again, always just be reaching out to people and trying to, you know, build your career in whatever way you can. At the end wow. of the day, really, it's just about, you know, relating to other people and yeah. and being able to give them something that they can cry <laughs> to or laugh to or just feel something about.
1: Yep. That is really great advice. Thank awesome. You. Thank you, Sammy. So to wrap things up, if you'd like, we could do a quiz i know you like trivia uh and you have some favorite artists in mind um i could play you some songs and then in five to ten seconds you can name that song oh sure let's do it okay it's the first
2: oh this is carol king uh and the song is i believe it's it's too late
1: yep correct yeah Woo. awesome next song
2: okay Not simple to oh, say. This is Sarah Brellis. And this is She Used to Be Mine.
1: Yep. You're on a roll. <laughs> Third one.
2: This is Carly Pierce. Next girl.
1: Yep. <laughs> That's <was the> easy <laughs> one.
2: Oh. Um, I know this.
1: Should I play a little more?
2: Oh, a little more.
1: Okay, I'm not sure. It's doing fine.
2: Doing fine by yep. Lauren Elena.
1: Yep. Yes. Next one.
0: You told me you just met the man of your dreams.
2: Oh my to- gosh. Um uh uh Oh my gosh. I know this one. <laughs> I am blanking. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's um it's uh it's on the tip of my tongue.
1: I could have told you that by Shane. Yes. And then the last two. Oh,
2: Shane. <laughs> this is my song.
1: Yep. <laughs> this is I can see us. Yep. And final one.
2: This is also Carol King. Uh, I feel the earth move.
1: Yes, awesome! <laughs> you did a great job.
2: Thank you. Oh, I'm bummed that I missed that Shane McAnally one. Shane McAnally <laughs> is the best songwriter that country music has ever seen, ever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he's really good. You have a really good eclectic genre of uh, well-known artists. Thank you. <laughs> Well, this was great. Thank you so much, Sammy, for being on the podcast. Best of luck with everything in terms of your music career with your upcoming singles, EP. We'll definitely check them out on Spotify as you have accrued over 20,000 streams for a lot of your songs and wishing you all great success.
2: Thank you so much. Thank you for having me here. This has been a lot of fun (laughs) and I'm really excited to talk to you soon.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Media Industry Guru podcast. Check out the Instagram at Media Industry Guru for all the details on the latest and coolest, I mean coolest, upcoming episodes that you will Here, email at media industry guru podcast at gmail.com for any other interviews that you would like to hear or if you would like to be on the air and give a little promo or talk about yourself or just even chat with me because you know i'm i'm doing this i'm invested in this and tune in weekly 6 p.m pacific 9 p.m eastern on tuesdays on the anchor app spotify stitcher pocket cast breaker and many more streaming platforms Thanks again for all of the support, and peace out, and let's rock and roll.